remain standing for the reading of God's word. Since therefore Christ suffered in the flesh, arm yourselves with the same way of thinking. For whoever has suffered in the flesh has ceased from sin, so as to live for the rest of the time in the flesh, no longer for human passions, but for the will of God. For the time that is past suffices for doing what the Gentiles want to do, living in sensuality, passions, drunkenness, orgies, drinking parties, and lawless idolatry. With respect to this, they are surprised when you do not join them in the same flood of debauchery, and they malign you. But they will give account to him who is ready to judge the living and the dead. For this is why the gospel was preached even to those who are dead, that though judged in the flesh the way people are, they might live in the spirit the way God does. Amen. May we be blessed by the reading of God's word. You may be seated this morning. This morning's uh, title of the message is Stewards of God's Grace. We'll look at this morning, what does it look like to arm ourselves and how do we arm ourselves against uh, unrighteous suffering or unjust suffering? You know, we've been kind of walking our way through this idea that Christ suffered for us, we're going to suffer, and Peter's going to continue on this path this morning. And so what does it look like for us to arm ourselves against the unjust suffering is as when we walk with the Lord, there will be suffering, correct? We know that to be true. If the most righteous, holy man without sin walked this planet and faced the persecution that he faced, then we, if we're going to become believers, we're going to face some of that same persecution. Uh, it's sad to me to think that, you know, there's so many people on TV and preachers, you can go buy books that say, hey, come to know Christ and you're going to live your best life now. Really? That has not been my experience. But the deeper I fall in love with Christ, the more persecution that has come upon me. Because I'm living in a world that does not want Christ to invade what they're doing. That's what Peter's telling us here, and so they will suffer. And so before we get started this morning, almost uh, 62 years ago, this story, and it's not a story, it's a documentary, took place. Uh, you may have heard the man Jim Elliott. He was a godly man. If you can read any of his stuff, get your hands on it. This man well, was a young man, and he loved the Lord. And he loved this people group off the coast of Ecuador. And this story is going to walk us through what happened to Jim Elliott and his friends, how they faced unjust persecution. Let's watch this quick documentary. Welcome to the story of liberty. On this day, February 21st in 1952, a man named Jim Elliott, a missionary, arrived in Ecuador with the purpose of evangelizing the Ecuadorian Indians. It's an amazing story and there was actually a film made about these young men. Jim Elliott, Pete Fleming, Ed McCulley, Roger Udarian, and Nate Saint, who was their pilot. All Christian missionaries, very special young men. Jim Elliott and his friends went to the jungles of Ecuador. They had sought to bring the gospel to the most primitive savage people on the face of the earth, the Akua Indians. 
They prepared themselves well. They even devised a method with their plane to make a tight circle to lower down to the ground all sorts of gifts in a basket to make friends with the Akua Indians. They did this for weeks at a time because the Akuas had no contact with the outside world. In fact, it was told that they killed just about every person who entered into that jungle. As time passed, these missionaries, they felt comfortable enough to land their plane on the beach of the river. At first, a couple of women came out of the jungle, then a young man, and then others. For several days, they reported that things were going well, and they gained the confidence in the friendship of the Akuas. And they hoped that they would soon be able to tell them about Jesus Christ and his gospel. Well, eventually, out of the bushes they came, a horde of Akuas with eight-foot spears and they plunged them through the bodies of these five young missionaries. On January 8, 1956, Jim Elliott was killed along with his friends, mutilated bodies that were found downstream. You know, they had guns, but they didn't use them. When the Akua men came toward them, they did not shoot. Several of the men who killed Jim and his friends became Christians later in life. One of them actually gave a testimony at a meeting and he counted on his fingers and he said, I have killed 12 people with my spear, but I did that when my heart was black. Now Jesus' blood has washed my heart clean, so I don't like that anymore. There's an amazing story of grace here about the father of one of those young men, one of those five missionaries. He was a big man and the story goes that he said when he heard that these savages, what they had done to his son, that he decided to go to Ecuador he was very angry, and when he got on the train, he went into that jungle to find him. He took a group of guides into that jungle, and he found the particular Indian that had plunged that spear into the body of his son. The dad of one of these missionaries who was killed, he actually took hold of this man who killed his son in his arms and he said to him in the name of Jesus I love you folks this is very close to what the grace of God is all about it's not quite the full meaning of what the grace of God is the amazing grace of God but it does bring us to the fact of a greater sacrifice even laying down of one's life the sacrifice of giving one's own life. Jim Elliott, the great Christian martyr in Ecuador, once said, he is no fool who gives what he cannot keep to gain 
what he cannot lose. God bless you. your faces, see some old friends, good to be here to be able to proclaim the message of God from this platform once again. It's gone on hundreds of times and I hope that we haven't gotten over the thrill of it's going on because after all we're fulfilling a prophecy of Jesus Christ every time we preach the gospel. More than that, we ourselves